Hello, friend, and welcome into this episode of Bible Talk. I'm your host, Angie Bauman, and with me is my co-host, Susie Crosby. Susie, thank you for hosting with me. Thanks for having me, Angie. I'm so excited to do this. I love doing these with you. Susie is the author of the devotional Just One Word, a book of 90 devotions, all based around using one word to set our minds on the never-ending power of God's work in our lives. So because Susie uses one word to find life application and because the step-by-step Bible study method that I created uses one word to find life application, Susie is the perfect host, um, the perfect person to host these Bible talk episodes with me. And our verse for today is Jeremiah 29, 13, and it is the theme from the episode that dropped on Wednesday with Rachel Harrington. I thought Rachel was just delightful. Did you, Susie? Oh, such a fun person to listen to. Yes. Yes. Very Uh, delightful. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that yet, I encourage you to do so. Rachel, I just smile when I talk about her. Like I know she's delightful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's just has such an enthusiasm for the Lord and it's just, yeah, it's just delightful. So Rachel shares pieces of her powerful testimony with us in that episode about how God brought her out of a life of drugs and alcohol and sexual addiction to one where she sings his praises because of the freedom and the peace that she now shares with him. And one of the things that I liked so much about Rachel, and I'm curious your thoughts on this too, is her story reminded me about Gomer in the book of Hosea. Mm, you know, yes. I, I thought about that as I was talking to her because she's open about how she came to Christ and got married and was actively living out a Christian faith, but then she grew complacent, she says, yeah. you know, and um, yeah. she she kind of stopped spending connected time with the Lord, and um, she grew dissatisfied, and she left her husband and went back to some old destructive habits, which is one reason I think that this verse means so much to her, the one that we're going to study for today. It talks about mm. a complete devotion, no separation, mm. and that's how we receive God's blessings in our life. And so Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And our word for this episode that we're going to camp on is all. And so Susie, um, maybe would you read the verse from whatever version that you used and talk to us a little bit about what you learned when you were studying? All right. Well, my verse, my version sounds exactly like yours. It's the NIV. It says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I looked up the word all, which is my first step usually in um, thinking about what that means. And it, in my dictionary, it says the whole amount, concentrated, exclusive, entire, and undivided. I thought that was really important, the not divided or uh, another part of it said not scattered among several areas of concern. And that Mm. um, it just, of course, connected me right away to Rachel's uh, Rachel's heart and her story of of coming back with that whole heart to God. So um, anyway, the whole amount and then the opposite of the word all means a fragmental halfway incomplete partial, um, divided, and scattered. So really great image of what we want to offer to God or what he's asking us to offer to him, the whole thing, not the little scattered, fragmented parts. Yeah, the word scattered 
I, I feel something when mm-hmm. you say the word scattered. Yeah. Because I do, I think maybe because sometimes my life feels scattered. Yeah. And then I know that when my life feels scattered, then my like connection with God, it feels like when you're on Zoom with someone and you keep getting like uh, it delays or something, right? Yes. You know, they, they freeze up or something. You're like, I can't. I can't get all of what you're saying because it kind of keeps cutting out or something like that, you know, and when my life feels Mm -hmm. kind of that way, then my heart or my connection with God can feel sort of that way also. Yes. Scattered among several areas of concern. Doesn't that describe kind of our life? (laughs) Yes. And it's almost like in those broken pieces of scattered, you know, that's where we leave room for anxiety. Yeah. I do anyway. I mean, that's what happens to Mm -hmm. me, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In that places. But when we give God our whole heart, our whole devotion, and it's not, we're not trying to do this and this and this and this and this and this. I mean, we are trying to do those things, but we're doing those things with a heart that is fully connected to God and listening to him and our things are the overflow of that connection. Uh, Then there's not that room Mm -hmm. for anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. So when I study a word, I investigate in three parts, as you know, this is from the uh, step-by-step Bible study method. And part one is to compare the word in other translations. So instead of all, I'll plug in a couple other things. One version, CJB said wholeheartedly. Mm. The TLB said in earnest. I thought that was good. The message says, come looking for me. And the Hmm. voice used the word intently, which I liked that too. Yeah. 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 So if I plug that back in. Um, you will seek me and find me when you seek me intently. intently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you seek me in earnest, when you seek me wholeheartedly, when you come looking for me. Mm-hmm. And the original word, the next thing I do is look at the original word. And the original word means everything or all. And then it comes mm-hmm. from a root word that means perfected or made perfect, which I thought that was interesting. I mean, go back to your like scattering. What is the like scattering kind of means like, could be like destroy. I think of a vase that's like falls. Exactly. That's what's coming to my mind, like broken pieces, broken pieces Uh all over the place. Uh Yes. Yeah. And when we have scattered devotion, we live our life in Mm. that kind of like broken pieces. But when we give our whole heart to God, uh, when we seek him in earnest, then he puts those pieces back together in a way that is perfect. And and in a way, I think, well, I know we can't do on our own, right? Yeah. Mm. So it's really good. Yeah, I, I thought that was good too. I, so yeah. I compare and then I look at the original word and then I read a little bit of commentary. I have a couple of things from commentary. Mm -hmm. I thought I might read from the enduring word commentary. It said, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. God would not hide from his people when they sought him. They -hmm. would not suffer under the dark sense that God could not be found. Their seeking and God's revealing were part of their future and hope. I liked that. Mm -hmm. Like God's not hiding from us. You know, I think sometimes we can feel like, where is God in this? I know you've been there. I know I've been there. Oh, yes. Yeah, where you're walking through something and you're like, where is God in this? But his intent is to be found. His intent is to reveal himself. Mm -hmm. Not just his intent, because it's not like he doesn't do it. What am I trying to say? Like his desire. Maybe that's a better word, right? Yeah, Yeah, his desire Mm -hmm. is to be found. Um, And not just to be found, sort of happened upon, like on accident, like we stumbled in the dark, but for us to be like 
for him to be found and it shine and it put those pieces back together yeah. and it'd be like this huge thing, right? Um, uh, Bible commentator Gill says, when persons seek the Lord aright, they always find him. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I love, I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. They always find him. Hey friend, I'm cutting in here to let you know about a new resource I'm calling Steady Steps, where I'll be offering personalized guidance for your spiritual practices. You know, sometimes we feel alone in this Christian walk. No, no, we're not alone, but it can certainly feel that way. Maybe we are part of a faith community, but we still lack a connected relationship with someone who can sit with us and listen to us and offer things that will help us increase our intentionality in our walk with Jesus. In nearly 20 years of pastoral ministry and Bible teaching, I've enjoyed lunch or tea with dozens of women who share with me that they want more in their relationship with Jesus, but don't know the next steps to take. It has been and is my joy to offer practical tips for a deeper connection with Him by sharing pieces of my journey and spiritual disciplines that work for me. We can't sit at my local Panera and chat, I know that, but I can invite you into a Zoom room for a free 15-minute call. Together, we'll evaluate your spiritual habits and practices to decide what is and isn't helping you connect with Jesus based on the fundamentals of a Christian walk. In our time together, I will create a safe space for you to assess your current relationship with Jesus, decide what you want moving forward, and and to take those next steady steps. Experiencing a deep connection with Jesus holds the extraordinary gifts of freedom and healing and comfort and hope. Christ offers that to you. He offers that to all of us, and we only need to dedicate ourselves to knowing Him more. I would love to help you develop a personalized plan to spend time with the one who calls you by name and claims you as His own. That's Isaiah 43, 1. I hope that you will click the link in today's show notes to learn more. And now, back to the show. You know what's make it's making me think about that this Jeremiah verse comes just a couple verses after a very often quoted verse Jeremiah 29:11 right for the know the plan for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord to give you a future and a hope and we put that on little signs and little cards and the great little encouraging thing to remember that God has good plans for us and wants to give us a future and a hope. Two verses later, he's saying, and this is how, this is how, yes, you need to trust me with your whole heart. You need to give me your complete whole heart. And that's where the future and the hope is going to come from. Like, I feel like, like we can't just expect, expect this great good plans great future um if we're scattered or if we're not completely trusting it to him right yeah he doesn't ask huge things of us he asks simple things of us that we Mm -hmm. find to be challenging don't get me wrong but he asks (laughs) us to trust him and he asks us to love him like really that's Mm -hmm. it you know i mean that's really all that he's asking of us and in that um, we'll be obedient to him. When we yes. love and trust him, we'll be obedient mm-hmm. to him. And the obedience yeah. will lead to the blessing. The obedience will yeah. lead to the future and the hope, right? But this yeah. is like, I don't want you to be obedient to me and trust me frag- 
mentally, I don't know that that's a word, but in fragments, right? (laughs) Separated, broken. I want you to be, trust me and be obedient to me fully. Like just trust that the way I'm leading you is the right way for you to go. Uh, It's a, it's a real surrender. I know Rachel talked about surrendering and like in worship or in um, giving up choices that weren't, you know, beneficial or, or that were sinful, basically, you know, like the surrendering is hard and that's where we go. Wait, this is hard. This, no, this is too much. I don't want to give you all of it. Just like most of it or part of it. <laughs> yeah. I have this, uh, this image of kindergartner. So I teach kindergartners and I love to use them in my stories, but, um, every once in a while, one of them will come to the gym where we're going to have a PE class and do some active things, maybe roll around or, you know, be on the floor or jumping, running, whatever. And they've got their pockets kind of bulging with stuff that really probably shouldn't be in there. And whether they know it or not, it's something that's, that shouldn't be there because they took it from the classroom. Maybe they were playing with little shapes or little cars or little, or even like art supplies, like scissors or a pencil. They'll have it in their pocket and they'll just have this like, (laughs) I've got this thing in my pocket and it's kind of fun distraction. Well, I, I will usually always see it and ask for it and they don't want to give it to me or they want to give me like one of the things, but like keep one in their pocket. And, um, what I just need them to do for a lot of reasons is, is trust me that that's not a good thing that they have in their pocket right now. Like not only is it probably not theirs, but it's also maybe something that's going to hurt them Yeah, or it's going to um, make it harder for them to enjoy the lesson and learn in that time I have with them in the gym. So obviously it makes me think like, what do I still have in my pocket that God's saying, come on, like, I need all of it. Like I need all of it. It's I'm, I can take it from you. And when you've given it all to me, then you're going to really be safe and you're going to be free. And you're going to be in that place of good, good plans with future and a hope, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I just kind of giggle. I mean, these kids think they've gotten away with something and and really I don't care that they have the pencil that belongs to the teacher. I care that it's, that it might hurt them or it might hurt someone else, you know? And that's really, I feel like what God's asking, like, I don't want that to hurt you. Let me take that. And I don't want it to get in the way of what I have planned for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's huge to me right now. Just listening to you talk like, yes, it could hurt you. But it could also just mean that you're limited in what you can receive from me. Yep. Yikes. That's big. That's a good word, my friend. That is a good word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It happens a lot. Happens with kindergartners and it happens with me and God. So, (laughs) and then I just, um, I'm just so thankful that I'm able to be patient with them and find a little bit of a giggle sometimes. And I feel like God is really patient with us. Just like we talked about Rachel and the repeated times where she's had to um, come back to God and, and re-surrender it all. We, don't we all, we mm-hmm. all always have to continue to like 
give him the whole thing. Yeah. As you're talking about the the obstacle in the pocket, whatever that happens mm-hmm. to be, I'm thinking about something that the Lord is teaching me right now because I feel him inviting me to experience at a deeper level how much he loves me. And I'm I'm someone that struggles to, I know he loves me but I have a very different, difficult time feeling that he loves Mm -hmm. me, you know, and experiencing Mm -hmm. sort of that feeling of connection with him in that way. And I just, I feel like he's doing to me what you do to your kindergarten children in Mm -hmm. that he's like, what I really want to do, like, you're not doing anything bad, sweetheart. You're not bad. You're not doing anything bad, but there's this thing, this, this insecurity, this self-doubt, this continuing to believe lies that prevents you, mm-hmm. first of all, it weighs you down like too much stuff in your pocket, but it also prevents you from receiving yes. this love that I have for you that I very much want you to experience. Like, and so would you be willing to give that up to me? You know, would you be willing to so- seek mm. me with all of your heart in a way that's like less focused on yourself? Even in that insecurity, we're still focused on ourselves, right? Even in yeah. the anxiety, we're so, even if it's like, yes. not like, oh, I'm so, I'm all that. You know, that's not, that's often not where our self-focus, how it, how it takes shape, I guess I'll Mm -hmm. say it that way, but he's inviting me to like, will you surrender those things that seem self-protective to you that actually are a hindrance to receiving the love that Mm. I have for you? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to leave here with. Speaking to me very clearly right now. That's really beautiful. (laughs) Me too. Oh my goodness. This has been so great doing this with you today. I'm going to read the verse one more time. So it's Jeremiah 29, 13, and it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so I hope that this has encouraged you, friend. Thank thank you, Susie, so much for doing this with me. And thank you for the pocket illustration. That is going to stick with me. I love (laughs) that illustration. Thank thank God for that because it's helping me too. He just he just brought that picture to my mind. And I'm just so thankful he does that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Illustrate our illustrate our little kindergarten behaviors that we sometimes (laughs) sometimes friend. Thank you so much for listening in today. Until next time. Peace.